Hello everybody, welcome to Optional Opinion. I am your host, Eddie V. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great show planned for you. Man, getting actually close to the 100th episode for um, Optional Opinion. So thank you guys for, you know, tuning in and uh, checking things out. But on today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about the positivity that was 2017. And if you think about it, there were a lot of great games and a lot of uh, releases um, that came out in 2017 that I'm very, very happy about. So we're going to actually take a look at some of them that actually happened. So uh, today's episode, uh, Positive Plus. 2017 so why was 2017 a year of positivity well uh of course the games there was a vast amount of game of the year titles across all three platforms and whether you like it or not um you gotta admit that all three platforms performed very well this year you know microsoft got their footing back with xbox one x because they did do a lot of pre-orders um the Nintendo Switch was a crazy success after its release. And then, uh, you know, PlayStation, they just continued to truck along with some great games. So it's really good to see that um, all three of them have some great things going on for them. Now, for the games, man, you got to think Resident Evil 7, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Rhyme, Breath of the Wild, uh, Cuphead, um, Neo, um, Persona 5, and, and just more. There were just so many great stuff that happened this year. So I am, I'm very glad that really not too, I mean, there were some people who were going to be negative, but that's, that's part of the gaming community. But there was a lot of great stuff that, I truly just enjoyed. Um, and I'm glad that all three platforms, um, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, were able to showcase some of their, uh, some great stuff that they, um, actually had planned, uh, for this, uh, year. And just all around, people were able to talk about their experience, enjoy those games. Um, I mentioned Resident Evil 7, uh, that was a success because, they changed the whole format of Resident Evil 7. And uh, that's kind of started out the year for AAA gaming right out the bat box. You know, we didn't expect it to be that creepy and that scary and playing it in the first person uh, viewpoint. And man, it's, it's really nice to uh, just be able to see how that game started out as that demo from E3. It, and then it changed it to what it became this year. And it got a lot of jump scares. It went back to very being, you know, spooky and weird and like a kind of a third and just having people jump. And I love the fact that both uh, Microsoft uh, Xbox One and Sony's PlayStation both had good, some good benefits to it. Uh, Resident Evil 7 on PlayStation had the VR, so you was able to feel that terror in that space. Where Microsoft, if you bought the game digitally on uh, on the box, uh, you also got it on the PC uh, digitally. So you were able to play that. I think it's on, on Windows 10 that you'll be able to play that game. So it was the uh, 
um, their cross-play kind of thing or, you know, their digit, uh, digital series. Like if you bought it um, on either platform or Windows 10 or Xbox One, uh, you could play it on that other platform for free. So that was that was really, really cool. Um, like I mentioned or, uh, earlier about the new systems that came out and their success. Well, of course, Nintendo Switch is a big hit. Um, it, and it's still like really selling good. And, um, we'll get a little bit to that later on in the episode. Um, Xbox One X was a big major hit. Um, it's slowly growing. A lot of stores are getting it back. So, um, hopefully they continue to be able to push that once more HDR 4K TVs get out to sale. I think a lot of people will be picking that up because it seems that 4K now and HDR will be the way to go in the future for TVs and probably for a game for a while not much for nintendo that they're, they're not into the 4k um uh, thing or just yet but um for like getting the best graphics and kind of the power uh or color i should say and just the way the game looks um 4k tvs and with hdr is going to be the way to go in the future what's the prices and stuff coming down and then uh the 2ds xl came out um and uh there's different versions of them coming out but it's very sleek a lot of people did pick it up and show it off saying uh on how they really liked it so it's good that those systems actually release um a big thing though in 2017 is the diversity in games and themes and when i talk about diversity um horizon zero dawn dealt with race dealt with prejudice and discrimination dealt with um homophobia and you know it dealt with a lot of things and it dealt with some great diversity because not all the characters that you interact with just white or here's an asian here or here's a black person here one or two no there were people around in that world in different towns that you um that you active uh interactive with and so that's good to see in games definitely if you look at hellbait um uh uh just seeing how schizophrenia and how um your mental health and you know just really affects your mind and stuff and ninja theory did a fantastic job you know playing that game with headsets and you hear the voices and um you just experiencing hallucinations it's just all this these other things you know them being creative and stuff and for it to sell like a million plus and it actually did great numbers for them um i do have it on my ps4 um and i'll be starting that up because um me and jesse white um uh, we're going to have a discussion for it and we're going to actually get into why this game is kind of important and things like that so um i really can't wait for that episode to come in the future so you guys can check that out um i I don't have a set date for it but we're going to try to work something out so we can have that discussion for it last but not least um there i believe we had a successful e3 in tokyo game show across the board there are a lot of games that i personally want for each system of course detroit become human is still my major one that i love um moss is a good looking game from uh playstation vr i was actually talking to 
um, writer sweat from extra jump podcast and we actually did a podcast talking about what we've been playing and stuff i was a guest host on there so check out that episode everybody and we actually he talked to me about moss and i want to know everything about that game he told me uh, you guys can find out more about that um that game just really looks wonderful and it looks like it's gonna hopefully it'd be a big hit for psvr um which is which is really getting a lot of support this year, but I'll talk to you about that in the Sony edition uh, of this episode. Now I gotta say, Tokyo Game Show though was better with a lot of games that they showed. I was just like, oh, this is so cool! All these games, their presentation was really smooth. It wasn't too long. Um, their playstations that they show were like beautiful. Not so much the uh, Black Monster Hunter one. Uh, I kind of wish it was white with this red finish of a dragon or the monster design on it. That's the only one that I kind of wish that they had. But um, there was a lot of things that I that I enjoyed about 2017, and the reason why it was very positive that there were the community were able to talk about how much they enjoyed the games that they were playing other uh i uh, like maybe in mhs might be me that i was it was happy to see nintendo people showing love to sony and microsoft with the games that came out on their platform that they're playing them um it was good for to get that love back to us nintendo fans that you know playing breath of the wild and snipper clips and arms and stuff like that or even mario rabbit's own how crazy that was but to see the designer cry uh because miyamoto appreciated and gave him like love for the game and then people actually picked it up and played it and really enjoyed that game we're looking out for the new content and stuff uh it it's it was just all around good and i really love that about gaming um and hopefully it continues a little bit more in the future because i think we i it was it's very weird and i kind of want to touch on this subject a little later on down the line but th- there was a time that it when something major negative that happens in the gaming community it kind of hurts us and it kind of divides us and puts a stain on the video game industry and this community and i'm kind of glad that we didn't have that much in 2017 um we are probably we receiving receiving some in 2018 due to a certain uh individual but um that's gonna come later on down the line once once the news about david cage and stuff comes out once we figure out what's really going on um uh, we'll probably be having discussions about it uh being some friends um later on down the line you know because i want to see what happens now and what happens down the down the road by the time uh, detroit become humans comes comes out so we're going to take a break and when i come back we're going to actually talk about microsoft and how they were successful in 2017 when i'll be right back
so uh microsoft uh really had a good year in my opinion uh i first want to say um that i am really happy uh to be host of arsenal x that's um um ngr radio's podcast xbox show um Corey west the host and uh, he wasn't able to make an episode so we did an audio thing and um he enjoyed that and he promoted me to be host so if you guys have not checked out that podcast please do it's called arsenal x podcast or arsenal x you can find it at nurse going wrong radio.com or inch uh nurse going radio uh or nurse going rogue radio i should say on um uh, youtube and find arsenal x and check it out um got some great shows some great discussions there is some episodes that it's audio only but we have fun um and you know i have a love for all three platforms because i own all three ps4 xbox one and nintendo switch and you know i think you know xbox uh, they did get a, a beating last year but they actually came back ready to fight this year and i'm so happy that it might not be the success story that people expected it to be um you know some people probably just laughed at it but i'm glad you know the uh things that they were able to do this uh last year in 2017 um they uh showed off this xbox scorpion which is became the xbox one x uh and they had a successful pre-order sale uh they sold out of all of their pre-orders and it was good to see how the box it is really kind of small um really nice fit i do not own one at the moment uh because my original xbox um still run games games good and it's not time for me to do any upgrade until my system kind of gives out uh or you know it the loading becomes problematic and stuff like that um but uh they have successful pre-order and they also um were able to get a lot of them out where they sold out and then restocks came after they got done with the pre-orders so it was happy to see that and them those xbox one x's really had them you know really sell a lot of systems which showed that um they had a good sell a uh, good sale in december um and i think a little bit in november playstation also did a great job so i really can't tell what the numbers are i know for switch i think in december they have 1.5 million uh switches sold in december so that's good uh but yeah xbox one x is a great system hopefully people are decide to really upgrade to it it is 500 dollars um but you pay for a great quality and it shows that the mugs that thing is a beast so that's i'm so happy about that um at e3 uh they announced that they're bringing some of all systems uh games for xbox so of course xbox one games will run on it that's completely fine but they've been doing it 360 games making that backwards compatible well um i think two months after they announced it at e3 they're allowing the regular xbox one the regular xbox games to be played on um xbox one um so that one is backwards compatible um they haven't updated the list yet but uh i think uh, later on down the line they're going to get try to get more games out because having three systems in one and releasing a lot of back 
backwards compatible games, they're going to be having people look for older games that they miss or reminisce about some of the stuff that they played on a regular Xbox when they first got it and be able to pop it in and enjoy it. So that that's really good. You know, they're um they're catching up to Nintendo, even though Nintendo don't have backwards compatible <laughs> anymore, but for the switch but for uh of course with 2ds and 3ds you still play your ds games on it so that's fine um but it, it is good that they finally recognize on how important that is and they actually so it actually showed sales and some personal games um because when they allow um uh when they allow red dead uh redemption to come for backwards compatible the price of that game like skyrocket on Amazon and it was just good to see that people were still interested in playing their 360 and people were super happy that they're able to play their regular Xbox games all on one console so that's very good uh, Cuphead being worth the wait and selling past a million they actually sold 2 million plus um, great game is great art I love the art and I'm glad that they did go with that art style. It's something new, really refreshing. Um, it, it's kind of on the level of Nintendo where, uh, they actually tried a different art style and incorporated it into a game. And it's something that's, that hasn't been done or seen. So with this, you know, retro, um, uh, uh, Looney Tunes or Disney or Black Betty Boop style black and white cartoon kind of style of game uh, in full color um, just seeing it on the screen just makes me laugh uh, but I still got to focus because the game is challenging it's not too hard it's challenging if you are a big shoot 'em up and you can tell by the patterns if you can do the correct jumping if you know how to um uh, calculate your speed like if if you know how to play uh shoot 'em up uh 2d or even her uh horizontal you'll be able to survive this game that parry is very important the specials are very important um if you're trying to get a a, a great score you know you gotta f- really pay attention you gotta put in the work to get better it's gonna kick your tail but it's worth the purchase of it um, another one was Microsoft and Nintendo doing crossplay. So yes, um, for right now, there's only two games that, uh, that are allowing it at the moment. Um, so Microsoft is allowing Minecraft to be crossplay between Xbox owners and Switch owners. I think the, also the new 3DS will be allowed to do that. I'm not sure just yet, but um, those two will be able to interact. And, uh, I think Nintendo's also will be able, able to interact with PC players with Minecraft. And, you know, of course, Microsoft could do it with their platform too, since they already own the game. But Rocket League is another game you'll be able to play PC players and Xbox players on Rocket League. So that's awesome to do that. Uh, last but not least, uh, Game Pass. Um, this thing, this series is, I mean, not series, or this service is gain, uh, growing in popularity. People are finding great games, uh, you know, 100 plus games that they could download. You know, f- for $10 a month, they 
people who are who bent on a budget are able to uh, pick up this game and play i mean pick up the service be able to have some great games to play and then when they're done with it they could just delete it and take it off uh jesse douglas um my co-host from arsenal x um he has it and you know he downloaded dmc devil my cray and that really made me happy and i think he also downloaded rise of the tomb Raider. but you know he's enjoying that service and it's good for him you be him being able to express and um, at one point they had the uh, trial for it the first month was for a dollar and if you liked it then you could keep it and they'll charge you the ten dollars that following month i think it's a great service now i don't have it shocker because i have a lot of games and i'm a person that buys a lot of physical my digital purchases if i can't get that game and it's on sale on uh on online then i'll get it digitally that way or or i'll order from amazon if they're having a cheap sale for it other than that i give a lot of games physically in my indie games of course it's going to be digital now if i don't get that physical copy i mean that digital copy of an indie game because they're making a physical then i'll wait for the physical and get that but Microsoft really had a strong year. I know they had, uh, they did another conference, but they didn't really, uh, they didn't really, uh, show a lot of games. Um, one of the biggest ones, of course, is getting exclusive to player, uh, player battlegrounds unknown, player unknown battlegrounds. I'm sorry, PUBG. Um, they were able to get that exclusive. And even though it has problems, um, they have 3 million, uh, plus players on it. And they were able to get that number before the end of 2017. That report just came out. So I was really happy for them for that to happen. So I believe personally, Microsoft had a successful year. Um, uh, people, uh, enjoyed their Minecraft controllers. A lot of people got that for Christmas. Um, and they were like 80 bucks a pop plus so um or or 70 or 80 i think it i think it was 70 uh but uh i know some people were trying to uh some places have raised the price to 80 for some unknown reason i don't know why um but uh it was good to see microsoft come out now they did get some games pushed back you know cfds um um, crackdown three scale bomb got canceled. Um, uh, but I think, you know, and Forza Motorsport seven was good. Halo, uh, Wars two were, was decent, but not a lot of people have been talking that, talking it up. Um, it, uh, it looks like there's going to be a lot of, uh, exclusive indie games for this year. Um, for xbox and it was good to see bioware bring anthem to first to xbox to showcase at e3 i know it's going to be on xbox one and ps4 and pc but you know to have to showcase that game on a xbox platform at e3 was really really good to see now i can't wait for what microsoft is going to show at this next e3 maybe we'll get a fable because there's rumors going around about that but we don't know yet we should actually see what happens um so yeah i think uh, microsoft had a great uh, just a great year and i can't wait to see more for it so when i come back we're going to actually talk about the pos- um not the possibility the positivity of sony when i come back okay 
because ooh, they had just some really, really great games. So let's get into Sony because they really, really just had a phenomenal 2017. Um, first of all, I gotta, I gotta give them props to some of the hottest third party titles to be on that system. Near Automata, Hellblade, uh, Persona 5, Jakarta Zero, Gravity Rush 2, um, Horizon, well, not Horizon, I, I kinda say that. Where Gravity Rush 2 also is Sony. Um, but near Automata, Hellblade, Persona 5, Yakuza 0, those were super big titles for that platform. And to have, um, to have them, uh, like exclusively on, uh, on, uh, Sony's system, cause the Persona games, we know, uh, it's always gonna be, um, the main games is always going to be on the Sony platform until they magically show up on Switch or Xbox. Um, Hellblade, uh, Ninja Theory, they work so well with Sony and their games are good. Um, and since they're not developing for anybody else, um, and they made this game, you know, they, de- they develop and publish this game themselves. The best place to put it at was going to be on Sony's platform because they worked with Sony before with Heavenly Sword. So why would they try to put this game on, uh, Microsoft's platform? Yeah, it's on PC with Steam, but, um, until Microsoft reaches out to Ninja Theory, um, which I will be surprised on what that relationship would look like. Uh, it's pretty much going to be, uh, more Sony focused with their games, unless another publisher goes and work out. But I did ask the question. I kind of want to see what Ninja Theory would do on a Nintendo platform. That would be very interesting to see. Uh, near Automata, 
at that game is phenomenal it is great great music great combat love the characters the story is the story is good too um i think for me just personally that um is one of the games that i anticipated that i look forward to i was so happy to play it and it just it's good um it's it, it, it's a <laughs> Personally, for me, it's a four out of five Yoshi coins. I know I I gave it a seven point five and I gave it an eight, and I, I kind of I kind of didn't put it in um, my game of the year uh, nomination when I was talking to a lot of people on what games would be like game of the year nominations. Um, it, it I think it was just you know revisiting those same areas and just the color palette color palette just see i know it seemed drab but it, it felt like you know doing everything the same time uh for five times it's just going to kind of get too repetitive not saying that the action isn't great because the action is phenomenal some of those guys like i said had to work at treasure um because the the shooting parts when it's horizontal and when it's vertical it feels like a treasure game and platinum did a fantastic job nailing it like if i could just get a small game with those sections i that would literally be game of the year nomination material for me because i kind of missed it um but i i literally hope that you know when they work on the next near automata because i think they're going to work with platinum for it um then they they include more of that section and they kind of balance it out a, li a little bit more with this difficulty yeah i i know that first part is insufferable but you know i kept it on normal i died and i replayed it and i got back into the groove i just hope that they fix some things with that because it, it is kind of just like okay i get what you're doing but if 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 this is incorporated in the next game, I'm probably going to be like, uh, this is what's making this game drop in. I might get to a point where I just don't want to finish the game or play it. Not saying that I'm going to trade the end, just saying that I'm not going to finish because I don't want to play it. Uh, Yakuza 0 is a Yakuza game or, uh, Yakuza game or Yakuza. Yakuza, Yakuza 0, if you want to take that. Um, I love the beat em up, love the beat em up aspect, love the cutscenes, uh, love just how funny this game is going to be. Uh, Kiru is just, he's just such an awesome man. And even though he's kind of, uh, young in this one, like it tells kind of how the, the series actually started. I actually love him <laughs> and just his mannerisms. Like he's really, really cool. And I'm still playing it and I can't wait to finish it because I love this series. Um, Gravity Rush 2, beautiful game. Uh, I loved the artistic of, of, um, artistic look of it and just flying around and people just ha just having a ball with it um so yeah gravity rush 2 i'm glad that they pushed the online to summer before they turn it off so uh, having that extension was is really good uh psvr um it's still going people are picking it up they it got a revision uh, in some way they they said that they fix and tweak some things but um 
my thing is they need to get more of the system in the stores and they need to do more marketing at stores to get the word out. I mean, it's good that people are telling us, um, and people, some Sony, uh, Sony people are picking it up. Players are picking it up, but there gotta be some games that, you know, really change, uh, on how what the system is to do like offer you better newer and better experiences i like i said moss is a great game um writer sweat like i said he told me all about that and i'm so happy um uh, uh josh brent he played resident evil 7 in vr and hearing him talk about his experience just like that's the feeling that i love that that game could provide um you know res uh is a great game you know it was kind of the game that recommended when you get a psvr that's the first game that you should get so i'm good that sony is still supporting this that a lot of games that they've been showing is psvr um enabled uh with its functions but that their games actually just dedicated to it um uh, congratulations definitely to Sony for reaching 70 million systems uh, in 2017. So really happy that they got into that number. Uh, and just throughout the years or the next couple of years, they're going to be selling more. So, you know, more PlayStation Slims and more PlayStation Pros. If they could get it out um, um, as quickly as they can, if they can market why the system is a must-have and things like that, I think they're going to go up in numbers. So they're the leading platform for right now but you know i feel like switch is catching up and xbox is catching up um and even if they don't catch up i think like i said 2017 being a great year of games playstation has a lot of must-have titles um bloodborne um just just from first party bloodborne uncharted 4 the last guardian um gravity rush 2 the gravity rush remastered uh, um horizon zero down uh, Don, uh, kills on, uh, Shadowfall. Um, and probably for some people, Crash Bandicoot and even Neck 2. Like, there are some great PlayStation games that are, should be in your library. The, uh, Until Dawn, uh, the Uncharted Collection, the Lost Legacy, you know, just from Sony themselves, there's a ton of great quality of games and even indie games, uh, that you guys could look into and pick up. Like their, their PlayStation Plus is, is worth having with extra discounts for their sales. Um, and then they flash sales that they kind of do almost every other week or sometime. Um, they're, they're great sales that you could get. I love when they drop them, uh, during the week of payday, but even when they don't drop, when they do drop them and I don't get paid, I just marvel at the games. I'm like, uh, I need you, but I just bought like five other games from the flash sale. So, um, hopefully they continue to do the flash sale and things like that. Um, uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Tokyo Game Show Conference, you guys have got to watch it on YouTube. Such a great conference. I love the games that are coming for that system. Now they're only coming to Japan, but Monster Hunter World is coming out. Um, next tuesday which is june 8th uh not june 18th june 21st i believe no june 22nd 
um, because that's a Tuesday. Uh, so by the time you guys hear this, um, the game hasn't came out, but it's like the hottest new release coming out. And if you don't own the Xbox One or you own the PlayStation 4, do pick it up. I want to let you guys know I do plan on getting that game. Um, I'm not going to get it right away because I think they're going to probably have server issues first. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to try to get it in February um, for both PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And hopefully uh, you guys can join me. Um, for Xbox, I am the Lyrical One, capital D-A-L-Y-R-I-C-A-L-1. If you want to join me on there, and Arsenal X Community is also on the Xbox One, so you can join us there. Or you guys can join me on PlayStation 4 as Okamical, O-K-A-M-I-C-A-L. And uh, hopefully I can rate with you guys um, that you guys can teach me more about the Monster Hunter series, and we can have a discussion about it. I would love to join you guys, and I would love to have you join me. Um, Last but not least, Horizon Zero Dawn. One of PlayStation's best games, I think, almost of all time. And it, I, it, I, it definitely beats The Last of Us. Um, the, it beats The Last Guardian, but I love The Last Guardian. Just love that relationship. Horizon Zero Dawn really proved that Guerrilla Games knows how to do an open world, uh, uh, open world game make it look beautiful actually tell a compelling story that you just that once you put the work in and you read the story and you make uh alloy uh just help people and get them on your side and really show them the, the person that you really are man it I haven't seen a game done like that in a long time or even at all. You know, she's a strong female character. The environments look beautiful. People who probably played it on the PlayStation Pro who up, who, um, who got it scaled to 4K and HDR. It looks phenomenal. Uh, those, <laughs> those, uh, dinosaur, robot dinosaurs are no joke. But I'm like, it is really good to see that this game, for some people, become their game of the year. Um, I know it's definitely in the running for a bunch of game awards, but you guys, I'll, you guys will be able to check that episode, episode real soon. Um, it, it really is PlayStation 4's game of the year like there's no other game that could contest it yeah persona 5 looks beautiful and it's artwork but it doesn't hold a candle even near doesn't hold a candle to her what horizon zero dawn has has done so when i come back i'm actually going to be talking about some indie games um and um most of these indie games i have played and on and some of them i still need to pick up but they did so they got some such a good talk that i want to um, bring them up there was a ton of great indie games across all systems but um i want to jump into these ones that you guys might want to check out if you haven't so when i uh come back we'll be talking about some indie games
so the indie games, uh, 2017 that I, that I personally love, um, that I'm really interested in to playing and some, some games that you guys might want to check out. Um, I'm going to start with the, my, the first one, which is Rhyme. Beautiful game and beautiful as in, I really love the emotional story that this game is. Um, and the puzzles that you solve, um, it, there, there's, a, it, there is a little jank to it. <laughs> uh, but it was something that it was just so mind blowing to see. And it was just like, just the soundtrack is gorgeous. I like I and when I talk about gorgeous in the music, I actually am following the uh the designer who did the music on Twitter and I I just told him upright I was just like thank you for the soundtrack that you provided for this game because it really helps tell the story. It really helps with uh bringing that visual visualization of of and uh, attention um to the game like it really makes you feel and uh, still if you have not played this game um i i hope that you guys play it any way that you can and when you get to almost to the end of the game i really want you guys to hear the piano with uh the rain i think i, I have played it on past episodes uh but you guys just have to go there, do that part, and just listen to the music. Rhyme is such a phenomenal game. Um, I even planning on going back, trying to recollect some things that I miss, and you know, see if I can see kind of the true ending. Because I do want to have a discussion with it. Uh, my great friend Adam McGill. I'm trying to invite him onto the show, and we have a one-on-one discussion about rhyme. Um, uh, and just because you know him being a dad and this game dealing with um some things that a parent would love to experience um it, it would be good to have that discussion with them um sonic mania is just all right fun <laughs> it's that old 16-bit style game uh taking uh past genesis games and then adding their own for the second level with a twist the bosses are hard but creative so sonic mania is, is such a great game such a fun game people prefer sonic mania over sonic forces i'm gonna leave it at that next machina is bullet hell craziness arcade fun race uh fun shooting um i just love how neon this game is neon as in this colors but just moving around and shooting everything ah uh, such a good game i can't wait till i pick it up now only reason why i haven't picked it up is because of this next shoot 'em up game that is it blew my mind when Larry let me play this. Um, Graceful Explosion Machine. Uh, it is on PS4 and I believe it is on Xbox One also. But I played this game on Switch. I just picked it up for Switch. I love just being surrounded by enemies and, you know, having the feeling like, ah, I don't want to get hit, but having that small arcade action feeling, just shooting and using my sword to protect myself, like, 
zoning in on that game and not being worried about points, but being how long I could survive without having to continue from a phase. You know, I'm trying to be that whole phase and I don't even care about my gray. I just want to get, it's just playing that game and putting all my focus into it is what I definitely love. Golf story on switch hilarious great gameplay of course and i can see where the rpg mechanic comes from uh but i i uh i was talking to Corey on nintendo power block about this and um on one part of the game while it's in the story um your main character moves out the house from his girlfriend or from his wife and the wife is calling, or the girl is calling him, saying, "Hey, you need to come pick your pick up your your stuff." And he's just like, "I can't. I'm I'm doing something." And you know, because the guy, he your main character, he got his own place. And she's just like, "What are you doing?" And in small text, he say, "I'm playing golf." Uh, excuse me, huh? What? Uh, say that again. I'm playing golf. Just a little bit louder. I'm playing golf. I must fulfill my father's dream. And the girl is laughing and it is hilarious. I love golf story. Um, just having more fun with that game. So, um, it, I'm so happy. And even games, uh, game performer gave it a nomination. So I, I, and it actually won an award. So I'm happy for that. Um, uh, Pyre, um, is, uh, kind of a mix of sports RPG, um, arena on, uh, PlayStation 4. You guys can check it out. Uh, a lot of people say it's really good. I haven't picked it up because, um, I'm not really into sports just yet. And, and I, I'll probably wait for a sale for that game to pick it up. Wanna Boy the Dragon's Trap. Love this game. Um, great graphics. Uh, it is hard as ever. Um, I'm on the last boss and I need to beat this game, but I'm glad to be playing one, a Wonder Boy game. It's, it's really good to see that past Sega games when someone puts on their spin on it and reinvents it and make it look pretty. Um, it's better than Sega doing it, doing it themselves. Really happy to see that this game is good. Uh, and it's got a fun soundtrack. I really like it. Hollow Knight. This game is coming to Switch, but it's on PC. Whew. I, I cannot wait till I play this game. Heard so many great things about it and cannot wait. Definitely with this next game, Dead Cells. It, it, it is hard, um, from what, what people tell me, but the action in this game is phenomenal. And I tell people this game needs to be on Switch. It is on early access on Steam. And because I don't do PC or Steam, I, I really give it up to Dead Cells for its look and for its action. Um, cause it just gives me this is the action fighting, uh, combo craziness that I love to play. Um, fast RMX, uh, or fast racing Neo for a switch. If you want to look at that that way, um, completely fun giving me, uh, of course, uh, um, F zero vibes. I played this at, uh, Larry Givers, who is the host of world one, one podcast. You guys should check that out on shout engine.com and on NGR radio. Um, he let me play it and just, the frame rate at 60 frames per second on the switch and on the TV. 
Oh, that game is beautiful. So fun. I, I definitely enjoyed it. And I, that's the next game that I need to pick up and put on my Switch and just like really focus. Um, last but not least, I want to give a shout out to Thumper, Mary, and Ryan Sweat. We actually talked about this also on uh, Extra Jump. And I was hooked. It, it's kind of a off, off kilter, offbeat, um, music kind of game. Uh, but it's not just like a beat that you, uh, that you just hear at a song play, you just fill it in. No, you're like creating the beat going through on. Like you start out in silence and you have to move in certain ways to get that beat going. And it is so addictive. Um, I, I just heard that iOS got it, but it's also on PS4 and Xbox One. So if you guys have those systems, look it up. Give it, give it a spin. It gets harder later on in the levels, but man, I, thoroughly enjoyed that game just playing it um so those are just some indie games that uh i play and i'm looking forward to and i do recommend that you guys do check them out uh if if you do own them uh let me know and i'll give you guys the email about that if not you know whatever system that is on that you guys have if you're able to play it play it there because uh, they are really really good do try rhyme though i really want people to do try rhyme and graceful explosion machine those are the two games that i really want you guys to play so when i come back we're going to get into the final part of the show and talk about nintendo So Nintendo, wow, did they knock 2017 out the box, 
man, you know, the Nintendo Switch is a hot, was a hot item and it's still a hot item. You could, uh, they, they've been doing their best to stock and get it out and, and it'll probably be better definitely in 2017 where, uh, they'll be able to stock more. So people will actually have a chance to buy the system because every time people put them out, they, they, it might have slowed down because of Christmas being over. But man, uh, people laughed at it or, and wonder, uh, wonder about it and seeing some of the games, they were like, Oh, I'll never touch that. A lot of people got that system in their hands. They've been playing one, two switch arms, Splatoon, um, doom, um, graceful explosion machine like i said they've been playing a lot of games and taking it on the go like it's become such a hot seller and easy to market and you know sell at retail so like nintendo killed it with the switch and with a lot of their games um breath we'll talk about breath of the wild at the end of this but it really showcased what the switch can do and what it was really all about so um unexpected games from the like nintendo directs from e3 you know we got doom mario and rabbit's kingdom battle we got a metroid prime 4 announced and then we got metroid simmons return just out of the blue at their treehouse it's just like what really um People love the Nintendo Directs and these unexpected games from indie developers and from third party. You know, when they dropped that Doom one, they dropped Wolfenstein, the new Colossus. It was just like, wait, what? The the sequel? Like, yeah, it wasn't going to make um, its date in October and it's coming out sometime this year. But just to have that and then people loving the Doom and people tweeting about trying to get it to a million, that's really, really good. People enjoying NBA 2K18 on it. Um, people enjoying, uh, and buying, picking up, uh, Street Fighter or uh, Ultra Street Fighter. And even though the art, that new arcade one that's coming out later on, people are planning to pick that up. Uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, I think did like wonderful even super bomberman r from konami and the sky of five games that you wouldn't expect people to look forward to picked it up fifa 18 or no, fifa 17 on switch is phenomenal people love that game if ea would have supplied more of it i think it would have been a bigger hit than it was um i and i that's that's my reason for why it didn't really sell well on switch it wasn't for me personally wasn't like the online functionality and all that other stuff they just didn't put a lot of copies in that that's my reasoning um Nintendo also released the Super NES Mini. Um, people were able to pick uh pick them up, and, and I don't know why people were going to different stores. Um, and they were just kind of let down. I was just like, "Well, try Toys R Us. They got like thirty five of them. They do. I didn't even think about it. And people are probably now going to be hitting up that store to get them. Um, and they've been, uh, they've been bringing them in and having some good releases for them. And it looks like it's not going to end anytime soon. There's no announcement for it, but people enjoyed the Super NES Mini. Uh, I have mine. Uh, me and Corey, we got ours last year. Uh, actually meeting him in person was just phenomenal for me. Um, I love podcasting, podcasting with my 
my boss and hanging out and eating good food with them and like doing those multiple shows. But yeah, we was at, we was up in the morning getting our Super NES minis and we walked in, got our ticket, paid for it and came out and just had such a ball. Um, and we have reacts so you guys can actually react, uh, watch our video where we react. Sorry now I'm doing a lot of plugs. Um, and I actually show, see some gameplay of my gaming skills. Um, the new 2DS XL, I have, uh, the Pokemon one and I love it. The button in the middle, you guys can actually press. It doesn't do nothing, but I, I just love that. You know, it looks like a Pokeball. Um, the, the Pikachu one got announced like this year. That'll be out, but the original black and blue, it's sweet. I felt it. And even before they put it into the stores, um, I was able to see it in person and actually able to touch it and hold it. And I was just like, oh my goodness, this is so light and it feels good. Um, and I, I was just so shocked on how great it feels. Now that the orange and also and white one is also out, um, I'm glad that they Nintendo brought this out. Um, only reason why I picked it up because the Pikachu one is a limited edition, and, and I'm surprised you know not a lot of people brought it. But I was just like, if I'm going to get one, once I seen that, because I didn't get it, get the black and blue one when it came out, I waited. I seen this edition. I was that Poke that uh, Pokemon one, and I was just like, I gotta have it, and I did get it. <laughs> I was determined to have that system um, uh, on on a Saturday that it was released, which is kind of weird. But uh, the new 2DS XL is phenomenal. Uh, great that they was able to incorporate the new 3DS XL technology um, into the system. I didn't even think they would be planning on doing something like that and having a sleeker design um first third and indies are was selling great on switch and on 3ds um and it's kind of sad that the wii u you know met its fate uh but like like i said wii u is always going to be one of my favorite systems of all time uh because they got a lot of great games on that system uh a lot of the port, a lot of the games are being ported to Switch. Bayonetta 1 and 2, yes, and Bayonetta 3, which is going to be a new game for Switch. Cannot wait for that to see that in action. Um, and hopefully they completely, uh, pour some more. But yeah, first and third party, like this holiday, they were hard to find a lot of games once to Switch sale. Arm Soul, K Story Soul, um, you know, like, yeah, Nicholas bringing out a lot of games, uh, Doom Soul, Elder Scrolls, uh, Soul, like that Skyrim, um, uh, Splatoon, Mario Odyssey, uh, just a lot of great, Xenoblade even so, I even got the collection edition, and that's one, that one was hard to find, but it was weird to see people say, yeah, this game's at Target, the collection edition, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> but I'm so happy that a lot of people who picked up the Switch picked up a lot of games across all, um, from first party, third party, and from, uh, from the indies on the eShop. And hopefully they continue to, uh, pick up more. Uh, you know, Hamster been bringing some of the, uh, Neo Geo arcade games, and they're gonna be bringing some of the Data East arcade games, and they brought some of Nintendo. So Hamster could bring arcade games, and later on, hopefully, uh, Retro Console come on. Uh, we'll be getting some great, 
great games on that system. Um, we also got announced, I forgot to mention with their E3, we got a, uh, main Pokemon coming to the Switch. We don't know yet, um, but it is just great to know that it was going to be happening. Uh, Archer Sun and Archer Moon even sold out. That even did numbers. So, uh, I'm so happy for that. Hey, Pigman, I did pick it up. I finally got my Ever Oasis. I'm so excited to start that game once I finish my Sun Stories, which I have got to say, when I seen that trailer, I'm so glad they brought it to America because that game is fun. That trailer was amazing. Z. I can't believe they showed it in Japan first, but not here. Um, hopefully Dragon Quest, uh, 11 gets announced for America, uh, at E3, uh, because it did a phenomenal job in Japan. People picked it up for a 3DS and for a P- PlayStation 4, but I've been hearing more people, uh, playing that game on, uh, 3DS. Last but not least, for a lot of people, Across the board, a lot of uh, media outlets uh, will just say that The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild became Game of the Year and changed. If you want to look at, say, open world or open air, the open games, <laughs> it changed that formula. Um, it, it it did something that people didn't expect. Um, they included physics and trial by error, they made you kind of feel like a scientist, a mathematician. Uh, you see people speed running. Um, the music is phenomenal. Seeing the backgrounds and stuff that's happening is in motion. You're just like, wow. You know, they had some struggles, but they did patch it up. And regardless of if you like it or you don't like it uh whatever you view it you cannot deny that nintendo took a risk they took the open open world genre made and made it their own you know people were talking about climate a mechanic that's been in games forever and to have people wish that it was in that a uh, person a uh, game of their choice and you know that's that's weird and people are still talking about Zelda Breath of the Wild. So uh I am glad that Nintendo came back or made a bounce back. I feel like personally they never went nowhere. They've been innovative and they continue to produce great games and stuff like that. Uh but you know they hit it with the Switch, the two D new two D XL. Um they gave us uh, a lot of game of the year contenders. Um I and I do want to say Super Mario Odyssey and uh Breath of the Wild belongs in almost everybody's uh library. Uh Super Mario Odyssey collecting stuff, you know, uh, uh, not possessing them, but taking over or becoming them with the hat and stuff, entering that world and using their powers and getting, um, these, uh, getting, um, the replacement stars on it, uh, the moons, like getting them, like, uh, and just seeing, and seeing just some great things and that the boss fights and, uh, actually finding Bowser 
Mwah, it's so good. It, it, to me personally, I know I gave it a 9.5 or, uh, for something, but it's a perfect 10. Just with Breath of the Wild, it's a 5 out of 5 Yoshi coin. That's just me. But just like Horizon Zero Dawn, it's a 5 out of 5 perfect 10, uh, for me. Well, actually a 9.5. There were, there were some problems with Horizon, but it's a 5 out of 5 Yoshi coin also for that um but yeah nintendo killed it had a great very positive year so um when i come back i'm going to get some final thoughts and then do some plugs when i come back sorry about that everybody Technical difficulties. Here we go. So, um, my thoughts of 2017, like I said earlier, um, great games across the board. Um, there was some bad stuff that did happen. There were some mediocre games, um, but there really wasn't anything that I was just like, uh, yuck. I think the only one that I could say that was kind of yuck to me would be uh ghost recon wildness um i did review did do a review of bad game day and it's such a risk and repeat game a washing machine game that i kind of got a little bit tired of it um and I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy it or anything, but it was just like once I got all the guns and once I finally beat the boss and, you know, skipped some of the side missions. Well, I did some of the side missions, uh, but like riding the airplane is still janky um, and just doing like uh, getting resources and all that other stuff that that didn't do nothing for me because uh, it really didn't play it, to me personally it didn't play no part uh, with the resources yeah you would you would be able to um you know uh like update your character and you know like 
get them stronger, but pretty much when you get your drone up and when you get the sniper rifle or the uh, a machine gun or assault rifle that you can shoot a lot of bullets and stuff, you can really do a lot of that stuff from a distance and never get touched. So, um, it, it it's a good game. Happy that it sold well. Um, but I I think that would any negative for me that would probably be like the lowest point. Um, also it's just marketing from Sony and Microsoft. Uh, they got to get their marketing together. They really got to let us know when these games are coming out. They got to give us some demos and they got to really want us to play their games on their system. Of course, Microsoft needs more exclusives for that system. They actually need more first party games um, for that system. Um, Same as Sony, they got it to me. Presley, they can't be showing me all these trailers. I want to see how the game runs and I want to demo because I want to get a date and be able to play it in my hand and be able to talk to everybody who owns it. That's what I want to do. So hopefully they'll be able to fix that. But other than that, like I said, all three platforms and even for people who own PC, they probably had a great, uh, great time gaming too 2017 was just really really good and i cannot wait for the stuff that is coming in 2018 um sorry about that everybody Ooh, drinking water uh but there are there's just a lot that's going to be happening and i really can't wait to see what is going to be planned but um, I got some people that I actually want to plug first. Um, I got to plug more of this show, though. But you guys can find Optional Opinion on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. Um, you can also check out the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Um, like their Facebook page and follow them on Twitter at HH Podcast Show. And subscribe to them on YouTube. They are back. They just released a new episode for their game of the year uh their top five uh so do guys give it a listen they've been doing such great work and i'm just happy that they came back um also simon's cake podcast at simoncake.wordpress.com where you can hear the podcast which is also on itunes uh, like their facebook page and follow them on twitter at simon's cake and subscribe to them on youtube also um the mvc video game book club is kind of on hiatus right now uh but we will be returning that hopefully in the future um because there's going to be a lot of nintendo games coming that we all are going to want to play uh secret friends unite you can check out their podcast on podomatic uh p-o-d-o-m-a-t-i-c itunes and stitcher like their facebook page and follow them on twitter at secret friends you and subscribe to their youtube page secret friends unite uh check out phoenix overdrive's content via youtube at youtube.com slash phoenix overdrive or subscribe to them via soundcloud at soundcloud.com slash phoenix overdrive and find them on itunes stitcher and google play music by searching for nerd overdrive join their discussion via facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash po nation or tweet at them at phx underscore overdrive or you can tweet at their official uh podcast at nerd underscore overdrive drive uh 
Um, for the extra life efforts, check them out at facebook.com slash Phoenix Overdrive or the extra life team page at extra dash life.org slash team slash Phoenix Overdrive 17. It might have changed for 18. Um, I got to talk to those guys. And as always, rise above. Um, they also have a Twitch channel that you guys can check out. So twitch.tv slash PHS underscore overdrive. Um, also check out Extra Jump Podcast on SoundCloud. Uh, just love those guys, Ryder Sweat and Jr. Oliver. Um, they do a phenomenal job. Uh, you can check them out on SoundCloud um, and follow them on Twitter at Extra Jump Podcast. Um, but you can email my, the show at myout2comment at yahoo.com. I want to really hear what you guys thought of 2017. What was your highlights with your lowlights? Um, what did you game on a lot? Or did you get any new systems? Or did you do any writing or anything like that? I really would like to know what you guys did for 2017 with your gaming. Uh, I know Anthony Cantu been working on some of his backlog. And I've been trying to catch up to him work on my back and my backlog too um but yeah you guys can email the show once again at my op to comment at yahoo.com uh, that's n-y-o-p the number two c-o-m-m-e-n-t at yahoo.com um you can follow me on twitter at that retrico uh, i will be returning to optional opinion blogs on ign.com but i am going to be switching them to ngr radio so at nurse go rogue uh radio.com you'll be soon be able to read the optional opinion blogs there the the features stuff i'm still going to post them on ign but i'm going to be uh mostly writing more on nurse going rogue radio um if you are going to check it out on ign.com you can find it under anime e-n-i-m-e and you can find my other series the moment that is going to be back on skirmishfrogs.com s-k-i-r-m-i-s-h-f-r-o-g-s.com um so you can check out my readings right there um i'm getting two blocks up for that so by the time that you guys hear this one or by the time the uh uh, a couple of episodes uh, come out. You should be able to check out for the first of all uh, a boy in this blob, and then you'll be able to check out Resident Evil Four because I don't think I have Resident Evil Four on there, but I want to uh, talk about that game and what it means to me. Um, you could come see me on my Twitch channel at the Lyrical One and watch my Let's Learn series. I will be returning to that in in April, um, so that's going to be really fun to check out. So, uh, with that, everybody, let me give you the list of the music that I actually played for this episode. Um, my intro was Re Plus, uh, Nightmare by Voiced Out, Cuphead OST, Honeycomb Hero Music by Mastering, M-A-S, uh, capital S-T-R-E-A-M, uh, Persona 5 Hip Hop Rap Beat by Hand Salt Ultimate, Studioopolis Zone, New Jack Swing Mix by Mega Rad 37, Steam Gardens, Wooded Kingdom, uh, give me one second, everybody, um, uh, there we go, uh, Steam Gardens, Wooded Kingdom from Super Mario Odyssey soundtrack by uh this 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 Pfizer D Y S T I F Y Z E R. You can check out his page. Um Hell Hell Divers soundtrack is the main theme in H D by Cion eighty six. Um and also 
Um, this last track that I'm going to be playing is from uh, Near Automata. This is Voice of No Return. It is a cello trio with a piano cover. Uh, then uh, this is going to be from Chromatic Apparatus. So that is the show, guys. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Continue gaming. Catch up on some of your black, uh, backlogs from 2017. Backlogs. <laughs> um, and you guys can find more of my podcasts, Arsenal X, World One One Podcast, Nintendo Power Block, um, Nurse Gone Platinum, and other shows at NurseGoneRogueRadio.com. That is my, uh, I am part of that network with Corey and Matt and our, our other podcasters. Um, so you can find a lot of our content on there. With that, everybody, like I said, have a great night, have a great day, or have a great week and weekend whenever you're hearing this episode. And I will talk to you later and next time on Optional Opinion. Peace.